The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 8.17, you're listening to WGNS on this Tuesday morning, today, the 22nd of November, and with us first on the microphones this morning, Parks Director Nate Williams, and uh, Nate also, we're going to be talking to Rachel Singer this morning, and uh, Susan Hicks as well. I, I guess, what's the first thing... You want to talk, because this is like the Nate show. Is it the Nate show? Pretty much the Nate show. You need to find a better name The Nate dog show. It should be like the Thomas show. He's the most entertaining. It it could be. We we can do that after the next break. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. sounds good. Sounds good. Well, this morning, I think everybody's excited. we got a a week. Everybody's getting ready for Thanksgiving. We were all just sitting here talking about the food and everything we're going to make. So Everybody coming to your house. Yeah, yeah. All the the food, all the gathering, and then uh, being tired after. So we're excited about that, and we're thankful to be able to come on the show this morning with you and talk about some of the stuff we have going on. So I I guess the biggest thing coming up around the corner would be Christmas Parade because the entry deadline for that is the end of this month. Yeah, so that's something that we've uh, had the opportunity to work with for the past couple of years and have really enjoyed that and um, Susan's here and Rachel are here and they've really taken on uh, the lion's share of, uh, of the work with that and making it every year uh, better and better so uh, feel free to jump in there yeah um, I can't believe it's right around the corner but um, but here we are facing the holidays so we are excited um, uh, for this year's Christmas parade and it's going to be a big one again um, I do want to encourage everybody that if they want to register um, to go ahead and uh, you can do that by going to the city website and um, there's a big icon right there. Just click on that. It should be super easy. But registration's only $10 um, and it will only be open through November 30th. So if you are thinking about it, you should jump on today and go ahead and register to get your place there. And then how, do you, how many are registered so far? Have you got any idea? I think we're around 150. Um, we probably will have 200 when it's all said and done. Um, and that's, that's our floats and our walking groups. And then, of course, we've got um, the dignitaries and the bands and, um, you know, all the, all the fun stuff, too. You know, so. it, it's a big parade. If people have never been there before, I, I think they should check it out. Something for perspective, you know, I've always helped on the front end. You know, I'll help with uh, maybe the mayor or the council and help them drive them through the front. And we would finish the parade route, and there's just thousands and thousands of people out there and it really just shows what Murfreesboro is the culture in Murfreesboro and kind of the celebration of Christmas but what's amazing is that we went through the whole parade route and went back around and I was driving a couple people back to the very beginning and the parade was still going down the street so there's a lot to see a lot to take in I think uh, Susan promises it's going to be perfect weather right absolutely so that's the Susan guarantee it's going to be you know maybe a little little chilly could Make, be a little cold. A little chilly, uh, but it's just going to be absolutely perfect that day, we hope. It's really crazy, though, to see how many people come out for the parade. Because when you're in the parade and you're going down East Main, I, I mean, it looks like all the Murphy's Bros out there. It is, yeah, and there's lots of candy, uh, lots of really cool things to see. I think it just exemplifies just Murfreesboro in a nutshell. Uh, and just coming together for you know Christmas, hey. it's, a, it's a great thing. Then again, the date of the parade is what? It's December 11th. It'll be uh, kickoff. Will be at two o'clock. Okay, so starts right around I, I, close to 
Dr. McPhee's house on the MTSU campus, goes down East Main, and then around the square. Around the square. You got it. You know what impresses me, kind of what I saw over the past couple of years, the logistics that goes into this, working with our police department, and then our staff that work really hard to get everybody checked in, and the registration that's happening now, and getting everybody moving and getting everybody going. It takes a lot of people, so we really appreciate everybody's help, and, and our staff that are working on it just really tirelessly right now to make it another good quality product. Again, uh, Christmas parade right around the corner. Then in addition to that, there's also stuff going on at Cannonsburg. There is. So um, this is this has become a really uh, a good tradition um, over the last couple of years. And, and uh, people are, are really excited and asking about it all throughout the year. But we've got the, the Christmas lights at Cannonsburg. And um, it actually started in COVID, you know, when we were trying to be creative and keep people separate, but wanted to come out and, um, you know, share in the spirit. So um, the the community really embraced it. And um, each year it's just grown, but um, we've got new displays at Cannonsburg. So every year we add some more uh, display lights and you're able to drive through. You don't have to get out of your car. Um, when you when you enter, you can turn it to the radio station and listen to con- or listen to Christmas music. <laughs> Maybe some Might country, some country music. mixed in there. <laughs> uh, but just take a drive through and uh, it's it's just a really sweet little event. Um, you can go through as many times as you want. It's free. Um, it's it's really neat. So it's the first three weekends of December, um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights from five until eight. And uh, you just come down to Cannonsburg, get in line, and um, the staff will be there and direct you through and um, get in the Christmas spirit. You know, something, I think a lot of people go to that like before or after dinner, you know, and just kind of something small, something quick they can go through. And Rachel brought up a great point. That was something that was thought about during COVID, you know, something we could do during COVID. And now it seems like a lot of the things that we were able to implement then, we've enhanced a little bit and doing those on top of what we were doing before. So uh, there's just a lot of fun things happening right now and again that's at cannonsburg totally free you literally drive through cannonsburg i guess right right um and it's popular you know so you might have to be in line for a little bit but it's it's very worth it um and it's like i said a lot of people are looking forward to it cool and again that starts december 2nd it does yes and then in addition to that what what else is happening within the parks um, so if we're going to stay with our Christmas theme, um, we've got Christmas at Patterson this year, and it's going to be a wonderful event. Uh, Susan is here to talk about that. Her and her staff have really taken that on, um, and I think it's going to be uh, super special. So Christmas at Patterson Park, what, what all are you doing there? Well, we'll have Santa Claus there, of course, and his sleigh, um, several different photo ops. We'll also have a tropical Santa this year. <laughs> It, our pool is getting involved in with the Christmas spirit, and they're really going to enjoy uh, their little booth that they'll have set up. We'll have um, cookies and hot chocolate, and we'll have letters to Santa, um, story time with our library, and also we'll be decorating ornaments for the tree. And that's going to be December 16th at Patterson Park? Yes, December 16th from 6 to 9 o'clock. Tennessee Valley Winds Quartet will be there playing Christmas music and perform Murfreesboro Kids will be singing carols. Okay, and that is also a free event? It is an absolute free event. It's going to be a great time for all families to come and just take some pictures, enjoy the Christmas spirit, and just get ready for the big day. It seems like the Christmas time period is the most busy time for the parks. 
uh, I guess, outside of summer where you have all the summer camps. But is it is that true where you're the most busy? You know, I get that question quite a bit. I was at a family thing this past Saturday, and somebody says, well, does it really slow down for the parks, you know, this time of year? And I think we stay consistently busy. I'd say we don't have really any down season uh, throughout the course of the year. Always October seems to be our busiest month with events that are happening multiple times. The weekend, everything that happens over the course of the fall. But Christmas is one of those that's very busy as well. And then we go right into New Year's where we have a New Year's Day 5K. And then we start with a lot of our seasons or wellness facilities where people are coming in, new memberships and that type of stuff. So. Uh, we, we pride ourselves on not having a downtime and really trying to offer as much as we can for the community and the visitors to Murfreesboro throughout the course of the year. So um, one of those things, the New Year's Day 5K, that's something that's become very popular. The mayor really tr- uh, tasked us with that years ago to say, hey, I want to do something fun on New Year's Day. And we've done this for probably <laughs> six or seven years now, I think. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Now, I, I remember catching the tail end of that run i guess it was last year there one lady ran it without shoes on i was like wow that's that's oh impressive my. yeah that was impressive last year we were trying to to beat a storm right. and it just happened perfectly where we tore down and then a storm came straight through so again perfect weather uh and then the rain has to come in after but and yeah. where, where does that take place this year the new year's run uh, so that's at barfield this year and uh, registration's open right now you can go to runsignups.com and um, find registration there it's $25 um, per entry and a long sleeve t-shirt is included on that Um, but you know Barfield's one of our great parks and it's a great opportunity to to run through there and kick off the new year now in addition to that you also have the uh the polar bear plunge which is coming up around the corner as well when when is that going to be yeah so that's the first saturday in january and that's going to be at 10 o'clock we'll have our arctic adventure uh, that starts at 8 30 and that's always fun we'll do costume contests and kids games and stuff like that and uh again you're jumping you told me yeah, off air um absolutely. so we're yeah. looking forward to having you there we so, can at least help good. raise money for special olympics uh, you know yeah. the polar bear plunge we've last few years we moved into uh it proceeds going to the special olympics so 25 dollars donation gets you a t-shirt uh, and you get to get to jump in the cold water and help a good cause. Like, <laughs> you get the opportunity to jump in cold water. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about these events, and over the past five years, we've had a polar bear plunge where it was 11 degrees outside, and we had to break up the ice before, uh, and that was the quickest polar bear plunge we've ever had. Um, and then we had a New Year's Day 5K where I think the high was six degrees. Do you remember that wow. three years ago? Uh, so that was that was fun. It's always something interesting, and then. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot I, of fun. You know, I, I I can't imagine being in water while it's like six, seven degrees outside. That that would be the most miserable feeling. It's exhilarating. It's exhilarating. It's refreshing. Thomas partook in our first ever, didn't you, Thomas? Did you? I've done it several times. Yeah. I got out of it once, got pneumonia, so the doctor wouldn't let me uh, jump in the pool. Uh, but then somehow I I got worked back in there and... Now, Bart Fight, I think, has jumped at everyone. Every, really? Every single year. So, yeah, it's, uh, we got a lot of people who've done it every year. But so, I think, you know, we talk about these events on New Year's Day and uh, the, the Polar Air Plunge and there's everything going on. And I can't say enough about the staff that work hard and these long hours and the weekends and holidays and stuff to bring these programs uh, and events to the community. Uh, I hope the community en- enjoys those because there's a lot of work that goes into them. And we're so excited we have the opportunity to get those uh, out. And, and by the way, the mystery voice you heard just kind of come out of nowhere. That that was Thomas Laird, uh, who was with Par- Parks and Rec as well. 
but this this I guess all of the events uh, they're all geared towards family. I, I mean, it's it just it it's something that Murfreesboro Parks have really focused on over the years, and that is making sure they have events that are for the entire family yeah and there's stuff going on all the time Uh, i think if people are interested in any events that we have go to murfreesboroparks.com and we have an updated calendar that our marketing team melinda and her staff are working really hard to keep that updated all the time Uh, again murfreesboroparks.com you can find our facebook pages you can find everything but we keep that updated we got some exciting news about our buy one get one uh, that's coming up very soon Um, it's going to be december 12th and run through the uh, uh end of the the month into the new year so uh something people look forward to we're expecting a huge turnout of people coming to the gym after new year so it's always something start with that run and then a commitment to the gym so and then hit the uh, polar bear plunge pool and you're good to go you're (laughs) exhilarated all year now speaking of updates uh, do we have an update on the murphy's rose skate park that's been heavily talked about yeah so we're excited about that that's something that we've been Uh, wanting to put as an offering for our facilities for a long time in Murfreesboro. And uh, we did our public input meeting, uh, had a great turnout. We did that at the Moab Bike Shop. Uh, They have a a skateboard area in there too. So I think a lot of their customers came in. We talked about it, looked at our design. Our design team is still working on that based on feedback. So that skate park is going to be at Old Fort Park. Uh, We've got some existing infrastructure there where pavilions one and two used to be. Uh, We don't have a timeline just yet. We've just finished some geotechnical work. Uh, and the design process is ongoing, but we're trying to get that implemented as soon as possible. Uh, and like I said, not putting a time frame on it, but design is design is happening. And we have the funds ready to, to execute once we can get that design complete. You know, after talking with the skaters and at the meeting, uh, I think a lot of them want to see some of the same features that they've been run, run off of in town uh, built into the skate park. There's a couple sets of stairs and some curbs that uh, I think the designers are going to take pictures of so that they can recreate that experience on in our skate park you, you could even pick out some buildings from around town <laughs> right. and, and make it look like some right. of those buildings and perfect <laughs> now there were talks about having a bmx pump track uh, around the skate park is that something that's still on go yeah that's something we're designing uh, as part of it you know we do have a budget for this project so we're going to uh, try to maximize our dollars, which is the, one of the reasons that we moved the, the location to Old Fort Park, because there's existing electricity, there's existing uh, utilities, and then the infrastructure for parking. We don't have to use the, the funds that we have for that. So we're going to stretch our dollars as much as we can and stay on budget. Uh, and we're hope is to be able to include a pump track too, uh, but we'll just have to see where it comes back. Our primary focus is a, is a, a skate park, uh, and then we'll get as much as we can so will it be open at night as well yeah well we haven't set the policy for it but it'll be you know typical park hours daylight to dusk and then uh, set those probably seasonal hours uh, it won't have lights on it so it'll be limited to basically daylight use for at this point uh right now and how expensive is a skate park yeah so we've got uh about eight hundred thousand dollars that have been allocated for this project we don't know how expensive it's going to be because we haven't gone to bid but we do have some experts that have uh, really worked with our budget and worked with the design process and we're really trying to design to that budget amount and then once we get the bids back we'll see if we're there and then we might have to tweak based on that to get to get it within budget and then another project that has been underway for quite some time is the indoor soccer arena that is something that uh I don't know. How close are you to finishing? Dangerously close. (laughs) Uh, So I was out there yesterday. uh, They're laying turf inside the indoor facility right now, and they're putting the infill in, which means that 
that's what makes the grass stand up and makes it soft and feel like a, a natural surface. So uh, that's the last part of that facility. So we've got some work to do that we come in, we're going to touch up some areas with some paint and stuff. Um, and then our safety netting that makes it just a little bit safer, padding and safety is coming in the first week in January. So uh, we're talking about doing some open houses uh, in December so people can see uh, what's happening out there. And then the first week in January, we'll have our sef- safety netting up and we will be good to go. We've got the rates yeah. established, how much it's going to cost to use it. And uh, we'd be glad to take you out there and uh, show you what we have because it works. Kick me around a little bit. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we got to move some goals in there. We've got some logistics that we need to do uh, to make it where it's playable. Uh, but I think people are just getting really excited uh, for that completion. Then we'll do some site work. Uh, to get everything ready for, to be able to open in January. Sounds good. Again, this morning, talking about Murphy's Bro Parks and Rec, and we are going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about some more things coming up with Parks and Rec, including youth basketball signups. Uh, I believe folks can uh, sign up for that late because it would yeah, be late. late we'll entry. be late signups, but they there still is an opportunity. We want everybody to play. So we'll mention more about that in just a second. You're listening to WGNS on this Tuesday morning, today the 22nd of November, and right now the time, 8.34. Broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios, MTE supplies power to the station's 328-foot tower in downtown Murfreesboro. MTE serving to make life better since 1936. Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. I'd like to invite your family to come do business with my family. We have a variety of products, whether it's a highly effective stain and odor remover for Fido's accident, a pet safe candle for the home, or fresh decor to brighten your fish or reptile enclosure, we have you covered here at Animal City. Here at Animal City, we have two full stories of great pet supplies and adoptable pets. You can find your locally owned pet store, Animal City on Broad Street. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, Analexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. For home restoration at a price you can afford, trust the professionals at Fair Construction to get the job done on time and within your budget. Fair Construction can remodel your home or can update your kitchen, bath, or other room. I'm Ron Hall. If you can dream it, Fair Construction can turn it into reality. Call Fair Construction at 615-893-6120. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Fair Construction Company. Is your business set up for success this holiday season? Main Street Murfreesboro, in partnership with the Tennessee Small Business Development Center, is bringing you an educational webinar to help your business be better prepared for the holidays. Holiday Marketing Tips and Planning for Success features guest speaker Jenna Cole, owner of Cultivation Network. Jenna teaches how to market for the holiday season, available on the Cultivation Network YouTube channel. Take a few moments and have the best marketing plan in place for this season. Watch Holiday Marketing Tips and Planning for Success. Here's a question. What do you want from your electric co-op? Fast response if the power goes out. An app that keeps me informed. Tips to lower my monthly bill. Communication on things that matter to me. Done, 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 done. I want to know everything. Everything? Well, young lady, let me show you the MyMTE app. Energy Service Life. That's Middle Tennessee Electric. We're here to get done what matters most to you. Learn more at MTE.com. This is Charlie Pitts, Murfreesboro Singing Barber. I want to start this thing off by getting everyone that's got a business to lower the prices. 
Come on over to my shop. I'll give you $5 off all the services that we got. We need to do all we can to get the prices down for each other. And everybody all over has got real high prices, and we need to lower them. Come on over to my shop. I'll give you $5 off all the services that we got. I'm Charlie Pitts Barber. I'm at 2528. Time right now, 837. You're listening to WGNS. We have Murphy's Pro Parks and Rec Director Nate Williams in studio with us and on the air. And also during this segment, we have Thomas Laird and Rachel Singer talking about different things going on within the parks. And uh, one of the things, Thomas, you mentioned was the sign-up for the Advantage Sports Youth Basketball. I know it's uh, late for we people do. to sign up. Well, but for youth basketball, we you can still get in. Uh, I know they had evaluations this past weekend, uh, but they're still assembling teams. So if you know someone that is age, uh, I believe they run 5 to 17. So if you know of anyone that wants to play basketball, contact the Recreation Department. <coughs> And well. then we also have. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were stopping there. It's <laughs> a mic drop moment there. <laughs> we, we also have the uh, Advantage Sports, which, if you know of anyone with an intellectual or physical disability, that's youth and adults. Uh, Advantage Sports is a basi- basically uh, athletic programs that partner local high school athletes with uh, our individual athletes. And they for basketball, they do a clinic each week at one of the area high schools. So. And sign up online through the Murfreesboro Parks and Rec website. Uh, in addition to that, the extension of the North Rutherford Greenway, that is something that's coming to completion. It is. Um, so we're working with the, the Corps. They're actually uh, doing the project. Um, and so we're on their timeline. And we don't have a, a date for the grand opening, but it is coming really close. Um, they It's going to add about another two miles to that North Murfreesboro Greenway. That's a beautiful section up there. Um, and it will have a loop and come back. Um, and, and kind of terminate at the Central Valley parking lot. Um, so I would say in the next 30 days, we will have it open. Okay, and, and again, the I guess the ultimate goal is to eventually connect the Greenway all together from that side of town all the way to Thompson Lane Greenway Trailhead. What What is the exact goal? Yeah, we want some more connectivity. We want to be able to tie in the existing Greenway to the North Murfreesboro Greenway and then beyond. Uh, maybe through some multi-purpose uh, trails, whatever that looks like. But we want to make sure people can go the whole way. And we're actually about to start revising and updating our Greenway Blueway Bikeway Master Plan that'll show where our trail system is now and how we think it can connect better in the future. And then one day maybe connect to Smyrna, eventually well, on to Nashville? Long term. I mean, that would be an amazing goal. I think all the communities would like to see uh, something like that happen. So we're excited. I think with the North Murfreesboro Greenway, so that'll bring us up to about close to three and a half miles of trail and Rachel said it but it's just beautiful out there and it's a great thing for the residents of Murfreesboro and the taxpayers because we don't pay for that trail Uh, it's it's funded fully by the Corps of Engineers and then we just do a long-term lease for that um, that we don't pay for we just maintain and it's uh, considered a park amenity and then that area they also have a horse trail that remains open and has been for years Right, and that'll stay in place. Um, a little bit of improvements in this in this section for our equestrians, and then it'll push on to um, further down to to the East Fork. Um, but and right. we we have a new disc golf course there too. 
So the disc golf course is new out there on Central Valley Road? Yeah, it's a great course. Uh, Something that that a lot of people don't know is that course is very popular now. I think just as many people, Thomas, correct me if I'm wrong, just as many people, if not more, use that course, and it's freed up space at Barfield. And they're very different and very distinct, but the thing that just makes me so proud is that was completely uh, constructed with in-house resources. Our uh, maintenance staff and Thomas and his staff, they built that that course uh, and saved – hundreds of thousands of dollars to be able to bring that uh, to fruition. Very cool. And then going back to the soccer fields, I know we mentioned the uh, soon-to-be completion of the indoor soccer arena. You're also or have been building new soccer fields on a regular basis. I, I mean, it seems like soccer is one of the biggest things for the Murfreesboro area. Yeah, Murfreesboro has become really a destination for for competitive uh, tournaments when it comes to soccer and then also development our, par- our partners with the Tennessee State Soccer Association have worked hard to make uh, Murfreesboro that place so we uh, regularly have big tournaments in that really affect the economic impact or economically impacts Murfreesboro in just a positive way because people are paying uh, staying at, at hotels and eating at restaurants and shopping so it really helps Murfreesboro but we're about to bring on the new Jordan Farm. We've got six fields at the Jordan Farm connected to uh, Siegel, and we're about to put in our new kind of pavilion restroom facility. And it's just continually growing, and it's a sport that we don't see stopping anytime soon. And then also Nature in the Wild, an art fair that is coming up, and uh, Music in the Wild, December 10th. What what in the world is that? Yeah, so December 10th uh, is going to be a big day at the Wilderness Station. Um good time to pick up some holiday presents uh, but we're going to have local artists that um, have, you know work in themed nature um, mediums to be able to display their work and, and sell it um, so that'll all be indoors at the wilderness station um, that's all day on saturday from 10 until 4 and then uh, you can stick around and they're going to have a concert there from 6 to 8 um, and we we had this band with us last year they're a lot of fun they do a lot of covers um, it was really well received and uh, the community wanted them back so that's going to be a, a big day out there cool again that's at uh, Barfield Park in the Wilderness Station and then also you have an event coming up New Year's Eve and also the Christmas luncheon at St. Clair Street Senior Center Yes, yes, always a big time. Now, Scott, if you uh, have never been to the Senior Center, you, you've well, got to make your way over there to uh, to dance at, the, at one of the dance, one of the functions. And this is a good one to get your dance card filled. So I should just show up and just yes. start dancing. <laughs> Nate, it's Nate awesome. came to one It's of a lot dances. of fun. I, we have so many fun things happening out there. And it's uh, This is not a slow it's not it this is a very fast-paced facility with lots of activity going on uh it's not you know people who might be interested in what happens at the senior center should stop by and just see all the classes the enrichment classes the art classes the wellness classes note that that the noonday celebration is uh, new year's but it it celebrates at noon so everybody can get home get in bed and get off the road that's my kind of celebration i like to be in bed early so now the cool thing about the senior center they also they have planned trips and things like that for seniors and it is unbelievable everything that you could possibly imagine from uh gentle joints to people rehabbing or recovering learning how to move around the house safely uh to uh yoga high energy exercise classes and then of course they take trips all over the world uh, there's something for everyone at the at the St. Clair Senior Center. I don't I don't think a lot of senior centers around the state are are really 
as active as the one in Murfreesboro is. It's I think we're fortunate. We've got a great staff out there and great leadership out there with our superintendent, Mark Owens. Uh, it's become really a model for a lot of other communities and how to engage our senior population. And I think, you know, Mark goes and he talks to other communities and to, explains what we're doing there. And they, they just do a tremendous job. So wrapping up this morning, again, we talked a little bit about the Christmas parade. The entry deadline for that is coming up November 30th. The actual parade will be, again, what day? Uh, December 11th. It's a Sunday. December 11th. And then in addition to that, the drive through Christmas lights at Cannonsburg, that free event begins December 2nd, then runs every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I guess, up until December 18th. Right. And again, that's free. And uh, what else am I missing out on? I Don't forget, January 7th is a polar bear plunge. January 7th, okay. <laughs> and Christmas at Patterson. Yeah. Christmas at Patterson. And everything else at MurfreesboroParks.com. And I, I, if I can, just for a second, I'm a huge advocate for this time of year, getting out and about and getting outside. We've got so many uh, green spaces and trails. We've got the greenway system. We've got our trails at Barfield Crescent Park. It's great for mental health, for physical health. Uh, kind of keep the, the pounds off during the holidays, but also refresh your mind. It's a great time to get in nature uh, over the fall and winter. And again, all of this information is on the Murfreesboro Parks and Rec calendar on their webpage. What's the website once more? MurfreesboroParks.com. Easy enough. As we close out this morning, do we have an upcoming date for that proposed skate park as far as the next public hearing or the next public input meeting? We don't. So we're waiting on the geotechnical uh, report. We, we just we were waiting on that. I'm sorry. We just got that back. Our designers are taking that into consideration using the feedback that we had from the first meeting and then starting to put the elements together. And then we'll establish that and we'll get the word out about that. We'll make sure that your listeners are aware of that. Sounds great. Well, thank you all for joining us this morning. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Time right now, 847. We do have more news and information coming up. The sunrise puffs up above the horizon. So glad to see you today. I'm Amy Watson. And I'm Ben Hill. Welcome to News Channel 5 this morning. Time to fill your day with something more than a routine. This is Sky 5 Live as uh, every day there's a brand new skyscraper <laughs> going up. This is where we connect. Come on, y'all. We are alive. We are well. We Laugh. <laughs> See the beauty of the morning. When you look out this morning in that sunrise, you get the prettiest picture. Uh, news Channel 5 helps you out the traffic door. Traffic anchor Rebecca Schleicher joins us now with the latest. The good news is there are pretty easy alternate routes. With something more than news, weather, and traffic. News Channel 5's Nick Barris is in our Good News Alert <laughs> Center this morning. Take a good look girl, right there at this dark. It's something to lift your spirits. Wow. If that doesn't get you going, then we need to have a chit-chat. Ben, Amy, Leland, Nikki D, Rebecca, and Nick. We are here to get you yeah. revved up. Going. A better day. Wednesday is day. Starts this morning. News Channel 5 this morning. Good morning. Trying to wrap up a crash that's had traffic limited along down Ellington Parkway southbound at Cleveland. Again, from the top to the bottom, there is running very slow on Ellington Parkway coming southbound. It's still heavy, but it's moving right now. 24 coming out of Rutherford County up through the Hickory Hollow area. Uh, as you make your way past Bell Road, uh, also a lot of traffic volume developing also in Hermitage coming in from Wilson County, I-40 westbound train past the airport. Hey, Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. Check them out online today at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Time right now, 8.49. We will post a podcast of this morning's show in just a little while at WGNSRadio.com. Then click on our podcast section, look for the Action Line, and that's where you'll find today's show. We'll post it at about 9.15 this morning because we have more to come in just a second. Right now, that temperature outside in Rutherford County is averaging about 36 degrees, sitting under fair skies right now in the Murphy's Bro, Smyrna, and Laverne areas. Today, mostly sunny skies all day today with a high of 58 degrees. Then tonight, down to 30 degrees. For Wednesday, sunny with a high at 63. Wednesday night, partly cloudy, low down to 38. Thanksgiving Day, a 30% chance of rain on that afternoon of Thursday. Partly sunny skies, other than that chance of showers in the afternoon. A high on Thanksgiving Day will reach 66 degrees, so a little warmer on Thanksgiving Day. Then for that evening of Thursday night, showers are likely. In fact, an 80% chance of rain on the night of Thanksgiving, low down to 48 degrees. For Friday, 50% chance of rain, high near 60, and then Friday night, a 50% chance of rain again. Mostly cloudy Friday night, low down to 46 degrees. And that is the latest from the Weather Center. Time right now, 8.50. More news and information coming up. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Planning for the unexpected is tough, but it's also important. For this story, we turn to the Murfreesboro Funeral Home. With more, here's Josie Walker. Today, we're talking with Keith Stapleton from the Murfreesboro Funeral Home. So, Keith, how long have you been in this line of work? Since 1977, so that's 45 years. When a spouse passes away unexpectedly and you don't know where to turn or what cemetery to choose, can you help a family with that? We try. There's so many different cemeteries here in town. We give them a list, then they would have to visit those cemeteries, and then it's up to them to make that choice. What would you suggest to a family when preparing for a death? We just give them all the options that are available, whether it be cremation, burial, cremation with a full service. We have a memorial service, or you can have a full funeral where they would be going to a local cemetery, wherever that may be. Is it a good idea to write an obituary before the loss occurs? We have quite a few people that do write up their obituaries, and in the family, all they have to do is fill the pertinent information in that's needed for the service times. And then that may change, too, because some of the people they may name as pallbearers may not be able to do it. But it's good to have the basic information ready for the family. Can you help a family write an obituary if they never have written one before? Absolutely. We do it all the time. Some families come in with it, and then other ones come in and say, we don't know how to do this, so we got them through it and ask the questions we need to be able to do that. Then we type that up, let them review it, and when they review it, they think of something else, we add it. It can be adjusted at any time. What are some of the hardest funerals you have had to help with and plan to ensure that everything takes place in a respectful, loving way? 
all of them are hard at times, but the hardest I've had is, is children. Uh, I have a very tough time with children because those are God's gift to us, and it, I just, it breaks my heart when we have a child. A lot of families have a spouse or children who served in the military. Can you help arrange a funeral service that will pay tribute to our loved ones who served in the military? Uh, yes, ma'am. We have access to all branches of the services. If they were honorably discharged, they have to have their DD-214, their discharge papers, but we help with that all the time. In honoring the decisions that were made before loved one's death, are there proper ways to ensure this honor happens? That's the beauty of pre-planning. You can specify what you want in the pre-planning, and then there's no question of what the family asked to do by the loved one. A lot of times, we'll have three or four children, and we get input from all three of them. If we have songs, like if it's 25 minutes long, then we ask them to give us 25 minutes worth of music, and each one can pick a specific song. It's not unusual to have three children, and for the service, each one of them pick their favorite song they want for the service, and we do that. Are there any insurance policies that a family can purchase that will cover the cost of a funeral when an unexpected death happens? Most insurance policies that you buy of any kind has a two-year contestability clause in it that if they die within that two years, the insurance company has the right to deny that claim. So if you are buying an insurance policy, make sure that you're getting it ahead of time. With our pre-planning, that insurance, you can either pay cash for it, you can pay it over months, annually, semi-annually, quarterly, ever how you want to do that. Once that's paid off, then the funeral cost is frozen. So there's different ways of doing it. We accept all insurance policies, and we help the families file those. Can you walk us through the steps that most families take after a death? First, they have to decide which funeral home they're going to be using. Most funeral homes go the process the same way. You get all the pertinent information you need to process the death certificate. That's our job to make sure that that's done and done correctly. They need their social security number, birth date, place of birth, their parents' name or their mother's maiden name, their occupation. All of this information goes on the death certificate, and the death certificate can't be filed unless you have that information. Now, if they don't know the parents' maiden name, then we have to leave that block empty. Later on, if they find that out, then we can do an affidavit to get that corrected with the state. And then if they need any death certificates with that on it, then there's a cost for that through the state. But that can be corrected. What are some of the locations that a family can have a memorial service or celebration of life? At the funeral home, or it could be at the church, it could be at the home, it could be at the park, it could be an event center, wherever the family chooses. Now, are there any special provisions that have to take place in order to scatter ashes? Just have to check with the local uh, health department to find out if there are. Most times there's not. Accidents and the unexpected occur daily all throughout our community. So deciding what flowers to have at a funeral service may be the last thing on our minds. Can you help order flowers to be displayed at the day of the funeral? Yeah, we give them uh, different options on florist, and they pick the one that they want. I usually let the florist make the recommendations. They'll tell them what color the casket is, and then the florist usually directs them in what they think would look good. But we don't order the flowers. We let the family do that themselves, but we give them a list of florists to use. Why should someone choose Murfreesboro Funeral Home to provide their funeral needs? Well, I've been doing this for 45 years, and personally, I feel like we give excellent service. We have caring staff. We have two gentlemen that's retired that work there. We have a couple of younger people that work there, and I also have my assistant director, Lisa Toombs, that's there. She's went through this with her families and just recently had a death of her close friend that passed away in the last three weeks. So I feel like we're very compassionate, we're loving, and we care. Again, we are talking with Keith Stapleton, manager of Murfreesboro Funeral Home off of South Church Street and next to the Innsbruck Kroger store. Their address is 145 Innsbruck Boulevard. For WGNS, I'm Josephine Walker.